Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to another round of Boardroom or Miro Board. Today we talk retrospectives with Agile Coach Maria. Let's go. First question. You've spent two hours in a team retro, but the only input you've heard is Dave's. Boardroom or Miro Board? Boardroom. In Miro, Dave can't hog the space because everyone can add thoughts anonymously, online at the same time. Correct. Next. You need the team to act on feedback fast, so you turn all those retro notes into JIRA tasks instantly. Miro all the way. And I can assign those tasks to teammates. You're nailing this. Now, you see hundreds of sticky notes from the retro. A real mess. But you organize them into five themes in just seconds. Miro, I basically get back an entire hour when I use its AI tools for clustering. And she's done it. Join over 60 million people running actually enjoyable and actionable retros in Miro. Get your first three boards free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. Welcome to Fightful. It is June 14th, 2023. No Jimmy Van today, so that means we're going unsupervised. We're ready to party. What do you guys want to talk about? This show is uh, the show that airs in replacement of whenever uh, Jimmy Van is gone, whenever he doesn't want to show up to work. His one day uh, a week of work, and what we do is we lead a super chat and humper chat driven show this sort of doubles as a bit of promotion for fightfulselect.com if you like what we do here please subscribe to fightfulselect.com it's just five dollars a month and every week i'm giving you a q a at the end of the month jimmy van's going to give you a q a every two weeks Grapsity gives you a Q&A as well. That is in addition to daily wrestling news. We're talking upwards of 100 stories per month. Got one today that we're going to talk about on the post show over on FightfulSelect.com because a lot of you have been asking about updates on Kenny Omega, the, the Young Bucks, and Hangman Pages contracts. We're going to talk about that over there. I'll drop an article as well. But just a wealth of stuff over at FightfulSelect.com. And with Collision coming up soon, Forbidden Door coming up soon, Money in the Bank coming up soon. We're going to have people on site for all of these. So we're going to be there getting scoops, all kinds of good stuff. But if you uh, want to get your question or statement read on the air here and craft how we do this show, and quite, quite honestly, how long we do this show, uh, get your super chats here in here at youtube.com slash fightful or your humper chats in 
at humperchats.com. Now, we are here every weeknight, Monday through Saturday, and some Sundays as well. We've got several daily shows as well. Humperchats.com is one of the best ways to send those in a little bit early. Like, for example, maybe it's noon on a Wednesday, and we've got this show happening at 3, but you want to leave a question for the AEW show that night. You can head over to humperchats.com and send those in ahead of time. Our great moderators will help take care of that. Uh, but I just want to thank you guys so much for being here, for giving a hoot at all. We've got uh, a, an interview with Ridge Holland dropping this week. We just dropped a major feature on Nick Comoroto. It would mean an awful lot to me if you guys uh, would check that out. It, we We shared our experiences and compared and contrasted a lot of stuff about our experiences with ADHD because we got in touch after the Lacey Evans tweet kind of blew up and a lot of people had their own feelings on that. So we wanted uh, a neurodivergent writer, a neurodivergent interviewer, and a neurodivergent wrestler to sort of talk about this. Uh, we saw Kip Sabian put it over, which meant an awful lot to me, but Oh man, it's it's been a good week. It's it's been a good one, and we are headed towards some really fun stuff. Collision this week, Forbidden Door the next weekend. Then we got Money in the Bank the weekend after that. This is this is about to be a wild time. FightfulSelect.com. Let's go ahead and get into this. We've got Caden saying, "Any update on how All In will stream?" No, that is actively being discussed and negotiated right now. I think that that's going to be something that ends up being one of the biggest news stories of the year whenever it happens. But I think that right now, right now it's being discussed. Darren Walker says, hey, Sean, any chance to do an interview this year with Selena De La Renta? Find it crazy. Neither WDB or AEW signed her. She's got the talent to be one of the best managers in wrestling. So I know that WWE had her come in for a private tryout and a private workout, and they had her actually doing like, wrestling related stuff and bumps and i don't know what happened with her in mlw but she had factored in pretty big in mlw i know that alicia atute is no longer doing the exclusive content thing with her i saw that she's off doing her own thing now and selena is sort of leading that charge so i don't really know what like what it is that, that she's doing like career wise but i will reach out we had a really good interview with selena and alicia last year and I'm sure she would love to promote that. So, yeah, I'll absolutely reach out to her. Tim said, Sean, have you heard any more about matches for Forbidden Door? Should we expect to know more of the card tonight? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think that we will learn more of the card tonight. I think that based on this Sting match that is happening tonight, I think something will emerge greater from that. And uh, Keith Lee's involvement was a big question mark for, for some people there. But... Uh, I think that that will emerge and we'll have something pretty solid at Forbidden Door. Like, I think we're probably going to see a Sting, Jericho, square off all that stuff because Jericho was awfully heavy-handed mentioning that in an interview or on Twitter or whatever it was recently. I think we're going to get some more there. Any idea where Lashley's been? It's been a while since I've seen him. Well, he's not been around since that night of the tournament a month ago. And that's probably something I should ask about. I'm going to put that down in my notes. But he got busted open real bad. Now, obviously, you don't miss a month for something like that. So uh, I'll see what I can dig up there. But, the man, he is at a time. It's so weird to think he's been back in WWE for 10 years, right? Like, it's so wild 
to look at that and be like, oh, yeah, well, he's been back, or not 10 years, five years. He's been back since 2018 when he came back with the headband and all that stuff. But I'm going to dig into this. I'm going to ask around. <laughs> Peepaw says, I owe you $5 since Nikita Krylov is going to tell me what's happening regardless if I want to be spoiled or in the know. Have a good one, bud. So uh, this is... This is a reference to my IRL best friend who Fightful, longtime Fightful viewers will know as Nikita Krylov fan. And if you don't watch MMA, Nikita Krylov is a guy who made it way further than anybody expected for a guy that got caught with one of the most elementary chokes in, in MMA history. The way I'll explain this to you, it's a, Von, it's a Von Flew choke. And a lot of times you have to put yourself in a Von Flew choke in order to get choked out by it. It's the type of thing that you get caught with very early in wrestling or MMA or submission grappling, whatever it is, your coach shows you this is how the hell you don't get caught with that again. Just don't hold on to the guillotine when somebody is inside. And then it never, happen. it never happens again. So if people are getting caught with it at a high level in MMA, either the person doing it is very good or the person getting it is very bad. I thought he was very bad, but my friend um, stuck on Nikita Krylov <laughs> well beyond the hype train and he ended up being way better than expected, but he gets a lot of scoops that a lot of other people don't get any truth to the recent Orton return rumors. Well, I don't know what you mean by recent. If you meant like earlier this year, there were no plans for him to come back. They were going to hopefully have him around during mania related stuff, but who knows what that was for maybe for interviews or any number of things like that. But, uh, I haven't heard anything of late about about him returning. Colin says, Sean, do you know if Scott is still doing a select style pod? I've tried asking him, but I guess he's busy. Yeah, he's been moving. Uh, last week, he had the week off. He's actually got an interview that is dropping this weekend on Fightful. I'll let him announce and, and do all that stuff. But yes, Scott Edwards is still very, very much doing Joshi coverage for us. Uh, I would imagine he'll be back in the fold getting a lot of scoops and stuff like that that we'll have on FightfulSelect.com. But that is another great benefit of FightfulSelect.com. A lot of you ask me, well, why isn't this covered? Why isn't that covered? Uh, we do it over there. If you want to check out more Japanese wrestling coverage on Fightful, Scott Edwards does such an incredible job. I, I hope to have him as a part of Fightful, a major part of Fightful for, for years to come. <clears throat> Chris says, why does Jeff Jarrett get so much time on Dynamite when guys like Miro, Andrade, and others could not get TV over last year? So, I, Chris, I can't answer this question in relation to Miro and Andrade. Um, Andrade has been hurt since late last year. <clears throat> he had a, a, a labrum injury, so that's why he's been out. Miro, I don't have an answer for that. I know that there were a lot of creative miscommunications between AEW and Miro, and, and I'll hopefully go into detail on that as I, I get more on Fightful Select. It's been hard to get people like on the record and really willing to talk about that. But <clears throat> AEW likes the work that Jeff Jarrett does. I cannot explain why he's on TV over guys like Miro and Andrade, but I think that's going to adjust a little bit now. I think Jeff Jarrett and ROH would make a lot of sense. And I know a lot of people will groan over that, but I think that he can do some... The way I always put it is he's never done anything in 1989 he couldn't do today. There's nothing Jeff Jarrett can't do now that he could do in his prime. And I think that is, a, is an attractive point of booking a Jeff Jarrett, a former WCW champion, a former NWA champion, etc. 
but I get the Jarrett fatigue. I completely understand that. Claudio hits a buckshot uppercut. Wouldn't that be dope? Wouldn't that be incredible? This is something I got to see. I want to see it tonight. How's the morale in WWE and AEW these days? So WWE's has been really, honestly, very good since Vince left. Since Vince left, people have been a lot more optimistic. Uh, I, I mean, I remember one person telling me when they saw Dakota Kai walk out at SummerSlam, they were like, hell yeah. All right, I feel good about this now. However, it's it's a little bit mixed, and I'll try my best to explain that to you. But this will be a, a more of a long-form answer, so to speak. The hiring freeze that some people have claimed doesn't exist, it does, has adjusted things for some people because that makes them wonder, well, are cuts coming? Nick Khan has told wrestling agents there, there aren't cuts coming. So, I mean, that can kind of fluctuate things or adjust things. But by and large, over the last year especially, the WWE morale has been pretty good. Now, there have been some instances when Vince came back uh, in December when he forced his way back. When that emerged, not so great. When Vince popped up Raw after Mania, not so great. Then, uh, this most recent one, people were like, oh, oh brother. The, the feeling that I have always got was that people rather he do it remotely than than uh, than do it in person because it's less chaotic. In AEW, well, it it's certainly gotten a lot more aloof over the last several uh, last couple of years, and the the meeting after Brawl Out definitely helped, where Danielson, Jericho, and Moxley. Uh, spoke to everybody and they had this just wonderful meeting and all that stuff. Um, there are steps being taken in AEW to present it as more professional and more talent friendly as well. This, this new split split being one of them. However, there are talent that I've talked to that are like, man, I wish we would have been communicated a little bit better about the nature of this split because there are some people who make a lot of money on the weekends doing signings and bookings and now they're being told, we'll keep your Saturdays clear for collision. And they're not even sure now if they're going to be on collision because they were told soft split, hard split, no split. Pretty, pretty confusing. So dude says, hi, Sean, saw your article about AEW and stardom. Are there any stardom names being tossed around for Forbidden Door 2 that aren't on the stardom pay-per-view card on the 25th? Not that aren't on the card that I've heard. I know AEW was very interested in, in Julia. But, I mean, obviously, that would be logistics don't allow for that to happen. But, uh, yeah, they, they, regardless of anything, even that an employee of stardom may have said, there was contact made. There was absolutely contact made. Tom Brady says, do you think Gargano opens or answers Seth Rollins' open challenge? Uh, yeah, I do. I think that would make sense. I think that's the thing that you do to get him in the fold and say, this is why you like this guy. This is why you do it. And let me tell you, they will both be cardio monsters for that match. They will both be, uh, they will show you exactly what it is they can do. And you know what? If you want to show yourself what you can do, go to fitbod.me slash PPV 
Man, they, they didn't have me queued up here. Look, look at this. Look at this bad boy. I got to go to the Denise route, and then I got to click this thing. There we go. Fitbod.me slash PPV. You can get 25% off at Fitbod.me slash PPV. It is an app downloaded uh, by over 5 million people, 150,000 plus five-star reviews. You can try it for free. All subscriptions give you full access to all their great premium features. And what are those premium features? Daily workouts. You can generate your workout of the day based on your muscle freshness, preferred muscle group to target, or choose from their library of expertly crafted workouts. They've got goal and experience settings, muscle recovery options. You can connect it to your Apple Health, Fitbit, or Strava. It's got equipment selection. So, for example, maybe you have bands. Maybe you don't have weights. They will figure out something for you. Maybe you have a bike. Maybe you don't have anything and you just need to do body weight stuff. They've got those options. They've got timed intervals, circuits, and supersets if you're more into that. And if you don't know what you're doing, video demonstrations and exercise instructions at fitbod.me slash PPV. Workout achievements, track your personal records and visualize how you're progressing each time that you get a workout done. They've got a great, great street counter to see how many weeks in a row you can hit your workout goals and celebrate with that FitBod community. You can ask a trainer and you can seamlessly log your workout from your Apple Watch or your smartwatch as well. There are tons of testimonials over at FitBod.me slash PPV. But Will Washington uh, used to give his testimonials of his own when he was here at Fightful. He used it to help lose, I think, 20 pounds in a couple of months. He was he was uh, doing really great with FitBod. So check it out, fitbod.me slash PPV. Reminder, get in your Super Chats, get in your Humper Chats, get your questions or statements read on the air. We're going to go over to HumperChats.com right now. Do you think there's something with the MJF Darby headlock takeover maybe leading to Darby eventually winning the belt with the takeover? I don't think he'll eventually win the belt with the takeover, but I do think that he will eventually win a match with the headlock takeover because they have made it a story of their own. And I think that's important. So here's one I was going to say for Fightful Select, but my God, if you want me to just run my mouth, here's Matt Hennessy giving a super chat so big that honestly, it probably uh, was more than whatever subscriptions that I would have gotten <laughs> from this story. It says, you mentioned on Raw that people you wouldn't expect to be to beg or be high on Johnny Gargano were begging him for him to stay with WWE. Is Vince who you're referring to? And if so, do you think he sees Johnny as the next Brian, Daniel Bryan potentially? I don't know if he sees him as the next Daniel Bryan or anything like that. No idea. But I can tell you there were meetings there, and it was very much communicated between Vince McMahon and Johnny Ace to Johnny Gargano before he left. Call us before you go anywhere. Whenever it is that you decide you want to come back, call us first, and we will make it happen. And then they said the same thing to Candace, and both of them did that. It made a very, very good impression. Johnny Ace and Vince McMahon, before Johnny Ace was, was you know appropriately gotten the F out of there, as well as Vince appropriately gotten the F out of there, were told, told uh, Johnny Gargano and Candace, let us bring you back. We want to keep you here. And of course, uh, Johnny took his time off, but then Triple H showed up and he couldn't pass that opportunity up. So, I mean, even separately of the Triple H regime, and I know that's what a lot of people looked at. They looked at the Triple H regime and they said, well, that's why they're back just because because of Triple H, it's because Vince is gone and et cetera. Well, maybe that's why they decided to come back. 
but it wasn't the, the, the deciding factor in them being offered back because uh, that was that was on the table long, long before. Will AEW run UE versus Elite when Ke- Kyle O'Reilly returns? I know a lot of people want Punk in the Elite, but that'd be very exciting. Well, I don't know that anything has necessarily changed about Punk and the Elite. Again, we'll have more on that on FightfulSelect.com on the post show uh, in just under an hour. To me, the Elite and <laughs> Undisputed Era have been the thing to do, right? Like, that is the original Wednesday Night War. I, I mean, and if you got four four members of the Elite, I would bring back Bobby Fish, too, just to do it. it you know what? Why not? Just for that one angle. One angle and do it. <laughs> I got a message from Kate that said, if you want to cancel the RRH review, all you have to do is say so. You don't have to suggest putting Jeff Jarrett on there. Got to get him to draw bucks. I don't want that ROH show to lose money. Joseph Corey has an MMA question. I love getting MMA questions, even though I'm very much a casual MMA guy since I, I stopped covering it. Says, I'm a huge Oliveira fan, but I'm worried he'll be stuck as the number one contender who can't beat the champ, similar to how Whitaker is in the middleweight division. What do you think? Well, he's 33 years old, so I don't think he's at the end of his road there. Islam Makachev is very, very good. But I think that Charles Oliveira is one of the most well-rounded fighters in the UFC. And I've been watching him for, it's, it's good God, I think I've been watching him since 2010 or maybe even 20, uh, 2009 whenever he was making making waves in Brazil and came to the States briefly. But he had some rough goes of it very, very early on in his career. So far, we have seen how he responds in a fight with Islam Makachev. And uh, we have seen how Makachev performs against Volkanovsky, which is very, very good. But I want to see what that fight, that last fight took out of him. I want to see Makachev specifically. I want to see what a good five-round fight did for Islam Makachev. Because for some people, it takes a lot out of them. Because he hadn't done that. He ain't never fought five rounds. And for some people... Gustafson was never quite the same, right? Like, you just never know how that will affect people. I've got all the love in the world for Charles Oliveira. I think he's great. Last week, you gave Cody returning to AEW a 15% chance, and I was surprised at how low it was. What would prevent him from returning other than money and wanting to win the WWE Championship? Well, him leaving wasn't because of money. That was stressed to me numerous times throughout, throughout the period of us breaking that story and getting more information and all that. It wasn't about money. He wants to win the WWE Championship, obviously, but there were just reasons that that I still have not quite learned about that are being kept close to the vest that he just felt like it was time to go. He felt like it was time to go. And um, I think that AEW looks at Cody and they think that they're on good terms with him, and maybe they are. I mean, Cody is very diplomatic in that stuff. But uh, yeah, I think that it's not likely that he'll return. Maybe that will change. I didn't think that it was likely he would return to WWE either. Alfonso also says, is there an issue with AEW Fight Forever and Steam? Pre-orders on consoles have been up since Double or Nothing Weekend, but as of now, I can't pre-order on PC. I'll I'll work on that. I, I'm sure I can find that out today. But um, they all the footage that you've seen of the, the wrestlers playing 
fight forever is from steam so i mean it's it's steam compatible Darren Walker says, no Jeff Jarrett slander on the podcast. He is brilliant. He, I think he is brilliant. I think he is. I don't need to see him that much, though. By the way, guys, leave a thumbs up on this video. Helps us out a lot. If you see an ad break or something, go comment underneath the video. That helps our algorithm out as well. I so badly want to get to 100,000 subscribers. We're sitting at about 88.9 right now. I would love to do that. We're going to step up our shorts and a lot of stuff like that. If you want more Fightful content, uh, youtube.com slash Fightful Scraps for good clips and Fightful Overbooked as well. Do you think we'll see main roster titles defended on NXT and vice versa? Or do you think Seth versus Braun is a one-off? I think it'll happen as called upon. But I don't think it will necessarily be something that happens frequently. I could be wrong with that. I think you'll see the the, the women's tag titles defended over there as originally planned i just don't know i don't know why they didn't just do that from the beginning uh i ran a story about those nxt women tag titles recently on fightful select and people who were who were in nxt at the time are like what's the point big time baxter says a collision ad appears on usa for both raw and nxt during commercials was that a technical difficulty and what's wwe's feeling of it happening twice so I can't speak to to how the <laughs> how the traffic controllers, so to speak, on those happen. But uh, yeah, I saw a lot of people posting about the collision commercial that was there that 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 ran that that ran last night. But I, there's some stuff like that they don't have control over. It might be uh, it might be different distributors like Directv or YouTube TV or et cetera. I believe this one was on Experian or something, or Experian, EXP or whatever is what I saw the footage of. So a lot of it has to do with the the distributor there or the the cable company wanting to promote that stuff. But I'll figure out how that works. Ella J, our good friend, asks about Aaliyah James. Man, I think Aaliyah James has it. I really do. About her being stateside. So a lot of people, which she hasn't wrestled in over a year, over a year. And she had that one match, right? So she's barely wrestled the last couple of years, really. Like since she's been around, she's just popped up. I don't know this for, for sure, but I haven't heard anything about her coming over. And that doesn't mean that she won't. But also I was told like this summer is when we're supposed to get info on NXT Europe. And if we're supposed to get stuff on NXT Europe, they're probably better off just keeping people like Aaliyah James training and, and doing whatever it is that, that she's doing. But uh, man, like I think that they've got something with her. And if, if they can get her to a level where they feel, feel very comfortable in her being on TV and working and all that stuff, I think that will go uh, a, a long way for her, but I don't, I haven't heard a peep about it. I haven't heard anything about it as of yet. Justin Micucci. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry about the name. Justin. Justin. What are we doing here? 
<laughs> he says, do you think Sting will retire this year as planned? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What do you think will be his last match? Seems they really haven't done much to build up to help Sting go out with a bang. (laughs) (laughs) Justin, I'm sorry. Sting had a knee operation for a while. Then they had to plan the Great Muta thing and give him an appropriate amount of time off for that. And they wanted to give Darby the appropriate spotlight for for his main event. I think now you're going to see Sting involved a whole lot more, Justin. Ryan says, any updates on Bray Wyatt? Do you know if he's close to returning at all? I haven't heard that. I was just sent a thing a couple months ago or a month ago where somebody had reported that um, it was up to them and creative. That's that's not true. He had a long-term illness. Any news on all in being televised? See you there. I will be there. I'll be at Money in the Bank as well. Um, (laughs) No, no, they're still actively negotiating that. Aaron says, if you can choose only one, which would it be? Bengals winning the Super Bowl or Gunther breaking Honky Tonk Man's record? Bengals winning the Super Bowl. Listen, I love wrestling. And and specifically, I love getting wrestling news and talking wrestling about more than anything 
in the world. But if you guys followed Fightful for the last several years, you'd realize I'm a I'm a workaholic, and football is about the only time I don't think about wrestling for a few hours. And I got Bengals season tickets. I would definitely pick that because I think that Gunther could just get the title back and break the record again. Have you heard on if WWE has any plans to use any women we don't regularly see, like Candice, Indy, Tegan, Piper, etc.? Candice and Indy, yes, there were some plans fairly recently. Tegan, uh, that was another thing a WWE uh, source had sent me that there were plans for her to just come up and be featured more after Night of Champions. They said nope, that wasn't that wasn't a thing. Piper, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about Piper lately. Tyler says, Uncle Don isn't wrong. Kenny away from the Bucks is amazing. New Japan, Kenny. Is there a chance we ever see that version of Kenny in AEW? Pretty pleased, TK. Listen, Kenny told me at length last year, just, just about a year ago, about the extensive injuries that he sustained. We're talking knee, uh, a hernia, shoulder injuries, vertigo, all that stuff. And he's very transparent in saying, like, He's breaking down. He's starting to change things. They're a little bit different than they used to be. I don't know if we'll see that, Kenny, but I think that we are going to see him pull stuff. Okay, for example, the Kenny that we saw against Osprey in January, I think we're about to see that at Forbidden Door too. So, I mean, I don't know about sustained, but I think he's going to pull it out when necessary. But he's also wrestling a lot less now, which is great. Tony says, any word on the collision commentary team? Will we find out anything before Saturday night? Veda. I specifically asked about Veda. She was backstage recently. She was visiting with Athena and some other people. I mean, I, I, when I brought up people that I thought would be great on the collision team, I think Veda Scott would be really, really great on the collision team. I think that would be really good. Um, I think they should have distinct different groups there. Like, I think that having like bringing in people like uh, Veda Scott, Alicia Two, John Alba, people like that, be completely different than the Dynamite thing. So, from a backstage interviewer perspective, like you have Alves and Renee on Dynamite, you get get Alba and Atu and Veda Scott on on Collision, and it's got that fresh approach to it as well. Uh, I had heard last week that it wasn't set. The, the commentary team, but I don't know if that's true. Wild booking, Orange Cassidy loses his international championship to former protege Wheeler Yuta. I think that would be an opportunity for Wheeler Yuta to highlight an awful lot of personality and, and have a ready-made story there. I love what Orange Cassidy is, is doing as international champion. I think, you know, I thought it was a little bit cheesy when they said, oh, we're leveling up the all Atlantic title. I was wrong. They did level up the international title. It's an important title. I think it's the second most important singles title for the men on that show. I think it's more important than the TNT title right now. All due respect to those that are competing for it. Theory plan updates. He seems stagnant lately. I hadn't heard of anything significant or long-term, unfortunately. Buzzed Lightbeer says, I'd say put the strap on Blue. Tony doesn't need it. Blue can drop it on Saturday in a rematch. They're in Chicago. It makes sense. I don't hate that idea. I don't hate the idea of doing like a, a thing like that. 
I'm okay if they hot potato titles, if it makes sense and the story is right. Specifically, I've mentioned this numerous times. One of my favorite feuds since I've covered wrestling is Charlotte and Sasha. I think it's the 2017 one where it felt like they were just trading the title back and forth every Monday. Oh, damn. I loved it, man. Thoughts on collision and how it'll do. So I think if it lands in the top five on cable weekly, I think they'll be pretty happy. I think a lot of people are going to look a lot at the numbers and who knows what these numbers are going to be. It's uncharted territory for uh, wrestling on primetime in Saturday for a while. But I think if it lands top five, I think everybody will be happy in, you know, not wrestling fans, but you know what I mean. By the way, guys, I'll probably do my Q&A live on Saturday afternoon at some point. I think it's probably when I'll do it because I'll be at SmackDown Friday. Yeah. John says, at this point, does Jay beat Roman for the title? No, I, I don't see that at all. No. <clears throat> do you think the women get more focused with more TV now? Yes, I do. I think that we're going to see more substance in the storylines. Uh, for the women in AEW, if we don't, what, what the hell are we doing here, right? Now, we've started to see this a little bit more from both companies because WWE, since Triple H took over, has not had a great focus on the women. Now, it, it, that was actually better under Vince, I thought. The, the, the time that women were given. Now, maybe somebody can give me some stats to tell me that I'm stupid, but we're starting to see that with mixed tags a lot more and Rhea getting involved with the men and Mishin and Bailey getting involved with the men like Bailey doing AJ's pose was great. And then we see it with Britt Baker getting involved with Jericho as well. But yeah, I do think we'll see more of that. Grayman, I'm a little confused what you mean by this. The AI 827. I don't know what you mean there. Um, so maybe you'll have you'll have to clarify that for me a little bit. Uh, when is Nick Wayne debuting in June or July? After he turns 18, they've got some plans for him already. Any sushi recommendations for Dynamite? I have only had sushi once, and it wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. I didn't like it. I don't eat. Okay, I, especially when I, I was cutting weight for for MMA wrestling and stuff like that, I would eat a lot of salmon, eat a lot of tuna, stuff like that. But it wasn't like I've never had crab. I've never had lobster. I've never had a lot of seafood stuff. <clears throat> Heavy Metal Chris says, Holiday Atut need to be signed to WWE and AEW ASAP. Yep, <clears throat> I agree. I'm trying to work out something for for myself and Richard Holiday to finally do our in-person interview. I was, I was trying to bring him down here and do it in our studio over here. But... <clears throat> I look at that and I'm like, man, they are they are good TV stars. Alicia did really great as a performer as well. <clears throat> we got this one up here. Where is it? Where is it? <clears throat> With about two and a half weeks away from money in the bank, who do you have as the favorites for the briefcase for each match? <clears throat> this means all in. Okay. Um let me look here. We got Zelina, Becky, Zoe, Bailey, EO. I think EO would be a really good one. Bailey kind of had her time um, as at the top, and I think that she was the MVP of the pandemic for them. Zelina just had her title match. 
Becky and Zoe will probably take each other out there. On the men's side, there are two real options for me. There's Santos Escobar because he is so over. But then it's got to be LA Knight. And I'm going to reiterate this as many times as I need to reiterate it. There were rumors last year LA Knight was the favorite to win Money in the Bank. I was told numerous times that had not even been discussed yet. But they looked at uh, the fact that it was being discussed and how favorably it was being discussed. And uh, that made an awful lot of sense, right? Reminder, guys, get in your Super Chats. Get in your Humper Chats. This show goes about as, as long as you guys send in Super Chats and Humper Chats. But right after this, you can head over to FightfulSelect.com. It's just $5 a month. And uh, we're going to talk about Kenny Omega, the Bucks, and Hangman and what they're doing in AEW. What, what's the latest I've heard about their contract situation? But you know what? I got a good situation for you. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. I've mentioned all the pay-per-views coming up. NordVPN.com slash Fightful gives you a great deal. Right now, you get a, a, an outstanding deal, several months off. You can protect your digital world and get a 30-day money-back guarantee. Wired, Huffington Post, BuzzFeed, Forbes, TED, BBC, and most importantly, us, have all talked about it. You can listen to your favorites abroad. So if you're going to Canada, if you're going to the UK, or if you're coming over here to the States, you can listen to all your favorite shows, connect to a server in your home country, safely enjoy content like you never left. One of my favorite things about traveling is knowing that I'm protected with nordvpn.com slash fightful so i go to the airport you're on unsecured wi-fi you go to the hotel unsecured wi-fi the arena unsecured wi-fi restaurants along the way unsecured wi-fi but not me i'm on nordvpn.com slash fightful with all my devices all operating systems and everything stays safe stuff get stuff gets leaked hacked all kinds of stuff and nordvpn.com slash fightful protects me and you for that Secure every device you own, whether it's Windows, Mac, Linux, Android, and iOS. You can connect up to six devices separately. I'm talking your phone, desktop, laptop, Surface Pro, all that stuff. I've got it on my router, so it protects everything in the house as well. They've got the NordPass password manager and the file encryption tool, and you can back them up on a private cloud. And that's in addition to all this threat protection. Block annoying ads, block malware, block online trackers, and they have 24-7 tech support in case you need help connecting to anything. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Bizarro Big L says, Sean, don't know if you saw the Tom Grossi, I think that's how I pronounce it, 30 for 30 in days in... I'm going to do this again. I know what you're talking about. I just watched a video. 30 stadiums, 30 days, he tours them all. Went to Pittsburgh, and since he recently name-dropped MJF and Adam Cole on McAfee, his elbow drop in Buffalo was awesome. Would you interview him? Any chance of Kenta on Saturday? Yeah, I think there's a chance of Kenta on Saturday. I think there are some. I think that's going to take shape very soon. CM Punk and Kenta is the plan, as reported by FightfulSelect.com. I just watched that Tom, uh, that Tom Stadium tour. Like today, I watched it, and I'll say this: I love the Cincinnati Bengals again more than anything. It ain't a great stadium. It is on the field and how it looks around, but all the surrounding stuff, ooh boy, 
it is uh, not great, but I loved his tour. It was really cool. I got to tour the stadium last week, actually. Mike the Jeweler, my friend. He says, kind of missed that sellout, Will Washington. Hope Jeremy is doing well from Mike the Jeweler. Yeah, our... Our buddy Jeremy uh, Lambert has been off the last couple of weeks. Uh, unfortunately, lost his father last week. We send our love to Jeremy Lambert. We love that guy. I had the great fortune of meeting Jeremy Lambert's father at, at Jeremy's wedding. Incredible guy. Incredible family. We love Jeremy. We can't wait till he's back. Um, we, we miss him a lot, but uh, he deserves his time off. And family is always more important than anything. But Mike, uh, you also say, any updates on the tag team belts? Keep up the great work and the whole Fightful team. So these are what I expect next, but I think there's a possibility that they split them up. Now, I don't know this for sure. This isn't me reporting anything. It's just me thinking. It's me thinking, like, that would make sense, right? But also, I like the idea of having Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn on both brands, too. If you actually care about your brand split, the money in the bank and certain title belts are golden tickets to doing something special. But if you just have people show up on each brand, well, it doesn't seem nearly as special, does it? So I think that it's, I think that it's something that they should kind of keep together. I would like them to float. And then you can have supplemental stories underneath on each brand where they, they compete and to get title shots. Travis G says, thanks, Sean. Uh, just got back. Man, it just they just caught up on me and reloaded. There we go. <laughs> just get back from the post office with my shipment of AG1, longtime Fightful fan, best in the biz. We'll be promoting athleticgreens.com slash Fightful tonight on the post-AEW show. I've been uh, taking my AG1 every day, been getting in better shape for some, some stuff I got coming up. But thank you so much, Travis. I can't tell you guys how important it is to us that you support our sponsors because um, – there are some shows on here that we don't break even on and our sponsors help us change that. So the more that you guys support us in any way and help your own lives helps us out a lot. We are very much publicly funded by you guys. Who do we see Gunther facing at SummerSlam? Have you heard plans for Survivor Series location and war games? Have not heard that, but I've got a story on WWE PLE um, locations and why they are being why why they're waiting so long to announce those coming to fightful select soon gunther at SummerSlam. let me take a look at that roster because it's very clear that riddle is facing him at money in the bank i think that bobby lashley if he were on raw would have been a very very good one that one would have made an awful lot of sense i don't think nakamura would be good at that point um Maybe a member of New Day. Kofi Kingston would be kind of cool. Wouldn't mind Gargano a little bit, but I think that... that Does anybody think he's going to beat him? I would love just somebody that you can pose and say, man, they could win this. And right now, I don't see a lot of people on that WWE roster that you can look at and say, yep, they could win this. Honestly, I would love it if John Cena came out and faced him and got his ass whipped. That would be great. But... At, as far as slam dunks, I don't see anybody. I think Drew will go heel. I think that would make a lot of sense. Maybe Bronson Reed, if they can build him back up. Tom Talks Rebus says, thank you to Fightful for being nice people. Thanks for all the love on the Jimmy Van interview. Interviews with Kate and Alexis soon. So yeah, Jimmy Van does not do interviews. And he did one with our friend Tom Talks Rubbish. So check that out, guys. He talks a lot of sugar about me and how hard I work. 
because I never do. You think WWE will add their programming content with their new TV deal like Nick Khan has hinted? So I want to give you guys a little bit of insight about this. And again, I'll expand on this even more in the future. This isn't like, oh, well, we're imminently changing nights or, oh, yeah, we want to be on every night of the week. They're saying if you pay us enough, we will be on every night of the week because why wouldn't they? If Listen, if somebody paid me enough, I'd do eight-hour streams every day instead of what I'm doing. But y'all don't want that. I don't want that. And nobody's willing to pay me for that. So there's no reason to do it. Wild booking. Samoa Joe, Jay White, and Juice win the collision main event. Joe joins Bullet Club Gold. I hope to God he does. I think that adds so much with him joining Bullet Club Gold. I would love that. Any news on who will be the ring announcer for Collision? I'm hoping for Dasha personally. That's what I'm hoping. Again, Justin Roberts, great for what he does. Put Dasha over there. Have Veda on the commentary team. And again, get some interviewers that are, aren't on AEW. But at this point, if they haven't brought in those people, they're, they're not going to. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Thoughts on Hogan's grocery bagger con- comments. So I'm going to pull that up right now. Hulk Hogan grocery bagger so hulk hogan is like six four six five he was like 300 pounds etc etc listen i know there are some people that have preferences and he goes it wasn't the wwe it was the wrestling business when i walked into a room there were six guys sitting there they're all 300 pounders i'm a medium guy medium-sized guy i weighed 300 plus when i got in you wanted to be a big wrestler okay there's a guy there he's got two big cauliflower ears his nose are broken teeth are knocked out etc Uh, He says, nowadays, there's a lot of guys that look like wrestlers. There's a lot of guys that don't. There are a lot of guys who look like wrestlers and a lot of guys who should be bagging my groceries, who look like they should. So the difference is how athletic the guys are. Smaller guys can do kind of crazy stuff. They do so much stuff, so much impressive stuff in one match. I wouldn't do that much in a year. What does it mean? So obviously, and Fightful did it too, his comments, the, the grocery bagger got the most attention, but he did mention those guys are more athletic. I'll tell you one thing that I learned in training MMA and managing fighters. 300-pound guys, even if they're they're muscled to the max, they gas out in two or three minutes. Most athletes look like a Johnny Gargano. They look like an Adam Cole as opposed to Hulk Hogan. However, for what looks appealing in wrestling, especially in the 80s, well, Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole wouldn't have been it. Hulk Hogan was it. Nowadays, you have to have a little bit of everything. You can't just have a bunch of 300-pound guys that do just nothing, but you can have some of them, right? Like, it it makes sense to have some of them like that. I could go on and on about this. I'll put it like this, guys. If WWE had brought in a guy like Butterbean and scripted him to knock out all the guys in the Brawl for All tournament, there'd be people today saying, well, that's not believable. Look how fat the Butterbean is. Butterbean did not look like a fighter. He knocked out all these guys that did. Uh, he, <laughs> he embarrassed wrestlers for a hobby. He beat Sean O'Hare's ass. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply in an MMA fight. Guess who beat Butterbean? A 150-pound Japanese man named Genki Sudo who used to dance to the ring and <laughs> wear a jetpack. There you go. Let's see. Um, Tony Schiavone confirmed he'll be part of the collision commentary team. All right. Well, there you go. Somebody says, oh, let me let me look about this. Let me let me make sure. Because I see somebody saying that Tony Schiavone spoke with a certain outlet, but this outlet doesn't do interviews. So I'm gonna look this up real quick. Okay, yes. Um, it was on his podcast. He says he's going to be uh going to both shows. He's looking forward to it. He didn't necessarily say he was gonna be calling it, he said he was going to be at his, at them. So you don't know yet. You never know what that's going to be, what, what's going to go on there. Guys, get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. We are heading down the home stretch. I mean, if y'all keep sending me super chats and stuff, we'll just keep doing it. By the way, this is going to become just a super chat show. Like, I think that this show is just going to, like with me and Jimmy Van, I think Listen Your Boy is just going to become a super chat, humper chat driven show moving forward. Because that seems to be what you guys like. And we get such different questions here than we get on the Q&A shows. I feel like they're different enough. When are you pile driving Allie Albright? I love Allie Albright. Um, Allie Albright is on a list of about 10 people that I would be interested in wrestling if I choose that I want to wrestle again and if I were to ever get cleared. Love Allie Albright, but... Lessons must be taught. Mr. Acosta says, do you think AEW will ever get writers like WWE to help with their storylines? Feels like that's one thing that's really lacking with them. So there's a misconception. They don't have script writers, but they have Sanjay Dutt. They have Sarah Stott. They have Madison Rain. They have uh, QT Marshall. They have Brian Danielson. They have Will Washington. They have Tony Khan. Good God, I'm missing somebody right under my nose. Um, Sanjay, maybe? Like, I've... They've got a lot of people involved in contributing to creative, the Jerry Lynn's of the world and stuff like that. I don't think they'll ever get like script writers. JM says Gunther should slap honky tonk man before breaking the, re breaking the record. Yeah, he should slap him into dust. Honky tonk man can take one chop. It's not going to kill him. Pad up his chest, whatever it is you need to do to make this a reality. They're in Memphis the week before Gunther breaks the record. How can you not do this? Grayman says, SRS, did you ever watch Hogan's Rock and Wrestling on CBS 85 to 87? If not, how come were you too busy listening to the Chipmunks? It's a little bit before my time, my friend. That's why not. <laughs> a little bit before my time. I probably would have if I could have, if I had access to it. I would have really, really uh, loved to have seen that. There's been rumors of an Oscar, Bel Air, Flair, Triple Threat at Money in the Bank. Have you heard anything about this or the direction of the three-way feud? Well, 
Charlotte's in Kentucky, like now filming a movie, doing some training out here. And that's why they're having her work this week. But I haven't heard anything about that yet, but I would love that. I think that would be incredible. I'd be, I think it'd be one of the most exciting matches on the show, but I haven't heard anything about it as of yet. I'm going to scroll through here, make sure I haven't missed any super chats. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Just a reminder, leave a thumbs up. Oh, Jared says, went to Impact on Saturday, had a blast. Uh, yeah, man, Impact shows are a lot of fun. And speaking of, Joel Wood says, I know it's a running gag on your Q&As, but have you figured out how Impact makes money yet? I've not. I've absolutely not found out how Impact makes money. It ain't ticket sales. I mean, they're... They used to do a really smart thing where they would sell like everything that was used at the at the show. Like they would sell pieces of tables and shirts that were worn and all that. That's very smart of them to do. Monetize everything. That's what I do. I've got information that you all don't have. We monetize it. Meet Norma says, sup, partners? What match will be headlining Dynamite tonight after work until nine and may sneak out the back door to catch Rampage 2? Uh, I would imagine would imagine that it is uh <laughs> that it is MJF and Cole. Ronan Mike says anyone remember when Pete Williams KO'd Mark Coleman just because you're Jack doesn't mean you can fight. Once those biceps fill up with blood, they're anchors. Yeah. It really depends on the situation and 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 a whole lot of things. I mean there are weight classes for a reason, but those are not a definite thing. It is not a guarantee that somebody that is a heavyweight can beat a middleweight or a lightweight. Uh, I mean, my God, Ikushi Minowa, Minowa man, made a career whooping people's asses that were bigger than him. You think Drew will confront the winner of the world title match at Money in the Bank? He should. He should. I want Drew to come back as a heel. And I think the show should go off the air with him kicking somebody in the face and setting up SummerSlam. Thoughts on AEW Fight Forever? Will we be playing it? Will we see any Fightful content on it? Oh, hell yeah, you'll see Fightful content on it. Hell yeah, I'll be playing it. I wanted to play more 2K, but unfortunately, it was a really busy time for us here. It's a little less busy in the summer. Obviously, our scoops are still there, but the scheduling's a little bit easier, and I've got a little more wide open, uh, wide open there as far as, as scheduling goes. By the way, I'm going to be doing some sort of collision smackdown wrap-up in some capacity on Fightful Select moving forward, so... Keep your eye out for that, too. It won't be like a long one or anything, but you guys have been asking for my thoughts on those shows, so I'm going to give them to you. Mike the Jeweler says, SRS to debut in AEW confirmed. Okay, I just want to make this clear. Like, even joking stuff, uh, I did a charity thing with AEW once for my hair donation. I do not accept money from anybody like AEW, WWE, uh, anything like that. Even when I worked, I did some work with Wrestle Talk. I would donate that money. Any cameo money is donated. Uh, any Black Label Pro stuff that I've done, uh, they know they're not going to get any additional coverage for it. And also, uh, I don't get paid for it. It'll. It, I require a donation to a a suitable charitable cause. I will never get paid while I'm at Fightful for anything wrestling, like performance or appearance related. I'm not interested in it for that. But um, yeah, I just wanted to clear that because somebody, some people joke and they go, oh, on the payroll, all that stuff. Listen, buddy, I'm doing good now. I used to be really, really, really poor. And now I'm doing very good. And uh, I like what I'm doing and the amount that I'm making and the people that I work with. And we don't need none of that shit. 
and no, I wouldn't. AEW wouldn't want me, and I wouldn't want to go there. Any news on AEW streaming service? Is it at least in the negotiations phase? When you watch AEW, do you use NordVPN and AEW Plus? Yes, I do. Thank you for the, the easy plug on nordvpn.com slash Fightful. I subscribe to AEW Plus. I actually have a WWE network that is not in the States, so I can watch on their interface because I loathe the Peacock search function so much. But yeah, I do. Uh, I, I don't know if that's in the negotiation phase. I think that there are streaming stuff that is being talked about, though. Anna Rag says, how involved is Brian in AEW Creative? Do you know some of his inputs? Is there any update on Serena Deeb? Serena Deeb has not been backstage lately. We posted that on Fightful Select last week. I've been asking. Haven't heard of her mentioned in creative plans or anything like that. Uh, as far as Brian Danielson, I know that he, he is a nice buffer between that end of things and talent. And I know some of the things he's pushed for, but he's he's largely involved with Collision right now. He was not heavily involved in the Rampage championship thing that i i heard that was was brought up recently that wasn't an idea from him from what i understand any news on what mjf and sonata are doing at uh forbidden door i would imagine mjf will wrestle somebody like toro yano <laughs> that's what i think will happen as far as sonata i think that he should defend against a upper mid like upper mid-level AEW talent but i don't know any chance Cole beats MJF rematch Saturday? I don't think it'll be a rematch Saturday. Maybe. But I think we're getting screwy finish tonight. That's what I'm predicting. Screwy finish. So, yeah, I think there is a chance he beats MJF by DQ or something like that, which we've seen a lot more of lately. Will there be a different stage set for collision? Oh, that's a good question. I'll ask about that. I like to write these things down. As you guys ask me, see, this is one of the things I love most about our Q and A's here or Fightful Select. You guys can ask questions, and if I don't have the answer, I'm gonna get the damn answer, unless it's about Serena Deeb. Apparently, Collins, our good friend, can you settle debate which wrestlers carry WWE in the pandemic era? Okay, I don't want to. Like, here's what will happen: if I mention a bunch of people and I forget to mention somebody, people will bury me for that. So I'm gonna say that the MVP of that era was Bailey. I think personally for me, and this is not a slight to anybody else, but to me, Bailey was the person who held that together. Uh, women's wrestling in general needed somebody like Bailey in that period because they lost Becky Lynch and not having Becky Lynch. Oh boy. Did that hurt an awful lot? But what you got out of Bailey was somebody working raw somebody working SmackDown, somebody working the single scene, somebody working the tag team scene, and somebody putting on really, really good matches. Like, I thought that Bayley was the most integral part of that era, and I thought that she did the best work of her career there. The Hell in a Cell with Sasha Banks. Um, good God, I can't remember the, the other match they had. It was like a couple weeks later. was just incredible. The tag team match against Oscar uh, and Kyrie Sane was just unbelievable. She had a really, really good singles match with Kyrie Sane. She had a great match with, with Asuka during that period as well. Even the 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 Nia and Shayna tag team match that they had together was really great. There was the triple threat uh, tag team elimination match during that period. There was so much good stuff. The Women's Royal Rumble was really good uh, around that time as well that she was in. 
I thought that Bailey held it together. She was working good matches with everybody. The Shotzi and Tegan match. She was working all over the place, man. Like she was everywhere doing everything, helping anybody that she could. And uh, man, it was, it was so sad when her, like the knee injury happened because she hadn't even been back in front of a crowd yet when that happened. So we missed out on her in front of a crowd and all that, but God, man, she was so good during that period and did so much work that that helped everybody. She even popped up on NXT, like I said. So every brand, she was doing it. JB says, will all the collisions be live or some taped? Some will be taped. Some will be taped. The Enduring Icon says, want to thank you for the hard work you do. I just want to thank you guys for hanging out here. Like it, It's long hours a lot of times, but man, I'm doing... I, I've thought about this before. I'm like, what what would happen if I quit and started to work at an Amazon factory? And I go, well, you know what? I would come back here and I would talk wrestling with you guys. So why the hell would I do that now? Mike says, fine. SRS to PWG confirmed. I can't work that PWG style, man. Says Punk Kenta Forbidden Door sounds like a humper. It does. I want the promos too. Wrapping up, guys. We are heading over to the post show where I'm going to talk about Hangman, Kenny, the Bucks, contract stuff, what I've heard lately. What streak is most impressive to you? Undertaker's undefeated streak at Mania or Reigns 1000 Day as champion? I'm going to say Undertaker's because that's a multi-decade. And um, the Reigns thing, I feel like they had it in their mind he was going to be champion for a very long time. This was the coronation they had waited years to make finally happen. And I got a ton of respect for for what Reigns has done, and I think he's just phenomenal. He's so good. He's so goddamn good. He's such a star. But the Undertaker thing is an annual thing, and there are so many variables for that many years and, and to, to miss that few WrestleManias. And also, we've seen other people hold titles for a thousand days, so it's not uncharted territory. Although it is in this era, Big Time Baxter says he think WWE was hopeful Raw would return to averaging one point nine to two million like they did in August twenty two because football derailed the momentum. Yeah, they were hopeful. They, I mean, they were hopeful they would do over two. I know that for sure. But um, football is going to be dominant. It is always going to be dominant, and as long as Raw stays on Monday night, it's it's going to have to deal with football. It's going to have to. And uh, it outside of that, I mean, it's it's not always going to play second fiddle, but during the fall months, it will. Anna Rag says, when will Brian wrestle in Japan? Seeing the yes chance on the Dominion show is good. It would be a huge deal if he wrestled there. I don't think it was brought up with... Uh, I don't think it was brought up between them and AEW in their negotiations, but I think it is more likely based on who we've seen involved in Japan stuff. But I think, I think maybe in the next year. What do you think are the chances of Starks going to WWE? Who should dethrone Gunther? I'm picking Bronson Reed. I'm going to say the same thing, Isaac, that I always say. It's TBD. And I thought that about Roman Reigns until Sammy and Cody showed up, and then it should have been one of them. But right now, it is a TBD until somebody breaks out and becomes a big star, uh, and it's undeniable. It should be an underdog, I think. What are the chances of Starks going to WWE? I would say pretty good. There are a lot of people there that like him. He fits the WWE style in the ring and on the mic very, very well. Cody is obviously 
a big proponent of him, but I don't think Cody would need to be a proponent of him to, uh, to do that, to get him there. I'm surprised SRS didn't think of Priest for Gunther. I think there's a real chance that Damian Priest breaks out as a big baby face very soon. People like him a lot. You're starting to get like the we respect you type of response to Damian Priest. K seven seven five. Have you heard if Los Lotharios and Dana are on NXT in the foreseeable future? Uh, Los Lotharios will be featured on there pretty regularly in the foreseeable future. I think NXT has been pretty good lately. Hopefully they keep it up. Yeah, I've enjoyed it of late. I binge watch it. And then if I, uh, okay, I'll get this one, but I binge watch it. And then I uh, make sure to follow up every week on the news. And of course I watch Alex and Kate's show. Caden says, someone asked a super chat about WWE potentially counter programming collision that I think got missed. Well, they don't need to counter program collision. They're already going to counter program collision with their own pay-per-views. AEW made the conscious decision to do this. Starks is too small for WWE. What? Dave, my friend, what the hell are you talking about? Too small for WWE? Bro, What? He's six feet tall and 200 pounds. Come on. Come on, Dave. Guys, we went a little bit over here. Let's go over to FightfulSelect.com. Uh, this is what was said. Can you see WWE counter programming collision by bringing it back Saturday night's main event? No, I think I don't think they're I think they're pretty well done trying to counter program collision for now. But uh, I think with their own pay-per-views, they'll do that. I'm going to check the Humper Chats one more time. A reminder, check out fitbod.me slash ppv and nordvpn.com slash fightful. Nord's going a little quiet in July, so you won't hear those reads for that month. But hey, support them anyway. Show them you heard about them from us, and they'll be back. But we'll be back on fightfulselect.com. And we got two Q&As there this week, Grapsity and myself. Till next time, we're out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.